Good morning, I'm Anna Palmer. And I'm Jake Sherman. And welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It's Tuesday, September 12th, 2023. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, we've got some breaking news on Speaker Kevin McCarthy supporting an impeachment inquiry into President Joe Biden. Number two, the standoff over military promotions continues. And number three, the vault. What to watch on the financial services front this week. All right, Jake, good to be back with you. Thanks for holding down the fort here uh, when during our trip to North Dakota. Uh, but we are very busy uh, and have a jam-packed AM edition Breaking news this morning that Speaker Kevin McCarthy plans to tell House Republicans in a closed meeting this week that launching an impeachment inquiry into President Joe Biden is the quote unquote logical next step in the GOP's probes of the president and his son, Hunter Biden. That's right. Um, North Dakota was great. Um, it would be difficult to get me back there in February, but um, I think that was... Hey, never uh, say never. We'll do a little ice fishing. I also invited, you know, uh, the folks that came to our uh, event to, to do that as well. Ice fishing. Okay. <laughs> well... Um, if you know, you know. Uh, yeah, I feel like there are I, some I, listeners of Punchbowl News is the Daily Punch who know. I guess. Okay, let's move on to <laughs> let's move on to Kevin McCarthy late last night. Uh, uh, Brez and I confirmed this news that Speaker Kevin McCarthy plans to tell House Republicans in a closed meeting this week that launching an impeachment inquiry into President Joe Biden is the logical next step in the Republicans' probe of the president and his son Hunter Biden. Now, McCarthy and Republicans who are pro-impeachment inquiry believe that they'll have the the ability to ask for extra documents um, like bank records if they have a legitimate um, legislative interest, which is they believe they will establish with an impeachment inquiry. Now, a couple things happening this week to know about Tuesday, to, uh, sorry, Wednesday, not today, tomorrow, Republicans have a closed Republican conference meeting in the Capitol um, <clears throat> where this will come up undoubtedly, I'm sure appropriations will be a uh, a big um, uh, topic of that meeting as well. But in addition, Thursday is a meeting that Republicans will have on impeachment itself um, uh, about. So this will be an investigation update by Jim Jordan and uh, Jamie Comer, the uh, chair of the Judiciary Committee and Oversight Committee. Um, respectively, and that's where they'll really dig in on impeachment, according to sources close to the uh, uh, to the process. Now, I, I don't think McCarthy will get out of Wednesday's meeting without talking about this now that we've broken the story. But um, here we are. This is a um, this is a a big uh, uh, admission here. And I would say, Anna, there are going to be implications across mm -hmm. the spectrum like. If you are the White House and you're and the, and McCarthy's impeaching the president, are they going to be cool with like, I don't know, um, with you know negotiating with him on a certain on on anything? Um, I don't know. I mean, it complicates a lot of stuff this month. So if you are somebody who would like to see um, a clean September, October, November, December. You know, this is going to be very difficult for you to this is going to be difficult. This is going to be really, really messy. This just adds to the mess uh, of Washington over the next couple months. Yeah, to me, it's it's super interesting, I think, in a couple ways. One, 
not wholly unsurprising that we are at this point, right? I think that Republicans have been signaling, there's been pressure certainly among uh, the more uh, Freedom Caucus type members that it is time, it's probably well past due in many of their opinions to to get this underway. Um, but I'd also to your point of it being complicated, it's not just with Democrats. There, this is another kind of point on the board for the Freedom Caucus when you think about the fact that there are some Republicans, certainly moderate Republicans, going into this next election, and they don't necessarily think this is a winning message for them when it comes to trying to get reelected. Now, the only question is, and this is what I've heard, and I think we we mentioned this in yesterday morning's edition, but uh, yeah, we did. Um, The idea that the leadership has here is that they think that if they um, are doing this for a specific purpose, the impeachment inquiry, a.k.a. to get bank records, to get whatever, um, that these moderates will turn around and say, yes, like we actually do need the president's bank records and this is an appropriate way to get them. Um, and so I think that's the that's the crux here, Anna, is that if they th- that they believe that they can get these moderates to do it if they have um if they have, you know, if they have some sort of explicit purpose. Now, I believe personally, um, knowing how how Congress moves and knowing the way the issues move on Capitol Hill, um, that uh, if they open an impeachment inquiry, they're going to impeach Biden. Yeah, they just are. I just think that's that that's quite obvious. Now, of course, the Senate will not convict him, but um, you know, I just think that that is. This is not going to be a, um, oh, well, we opened an inquiry and, and um, <laughs> uh, you know, and that's that. Um, so, you know, I think they're going to impeach him if they do this. I don't know that for sure, but uh, that would just be logical. So anyhow, that is that is the big news we have at the top of Punchbowl News AM this morning. Um, uh in, right in our zone, leadership coverage, uh, coverage of the Capitol of Congress, which uh, we bring you all day long. And um, I uh, appreciate everyone reading. I want to mention one more thing, Anna. Um, the House Republicans have the defense appropriations bill on the floor this week. I don't know that they're going to be able to get it through. Maybe they will be able to get it through now that uh, that they vote. They're, they're saying they're going to open an impeachment inquiry. But you know, um, there's people who don't like who want to know the top line number. Uh, if McCarthy can't get a a defense bill through, then it's going to be a, it'll be a challenge uh, to get anything else through uh, over the next couple of weeks. All right, let's run to the number two story of the morning. We have been covering uh, this story for quite a while in all of its different iterations. Uh, Andrew Desiderio, who covers the Senate for us, has been all over it. Uh, This is a look at Senator Tommy Tuberville, the Republican from Alabama, and the standoff he has uh, with basically most of the rest of the chamber in the Senate uh, over military uh, promotions. This is getting very uh, heated. It feels like it's getting a little bit more personal than it has in the past. Uh, So far, Republicans have been pretty hands off of Tuberville, some criticizing him, but not pushing him to, you know, really move off of his position. Uh, And but there's kind of this consternation also in the Democratic uh, Party within the Senate Democrats about how to actually handle this, that this is actually uh, impeding potential military readiness. And um, this staring contest so far, just neither side blinking. 
That's right. Um, and uh, the uh, the question becomes, and Andrew and I were talking about this yesterday, like they say that they're not going to um, put any of these things on the floor uh, because it will it will reward in their view, a quote unquote, uh, Tuberville for his blockade. Now, OK, they're in the majority, though, Senate Democrats. And the question is, how long do they think this blockade should go on? And uh, is is it really rewarding? Um, is it really rewarding Tuberville if you need if you if you vote to get a joint a chairman of the Joint Chiefs in? And by the way, they always vote for chairman of the Joint Chiefs um, individually and not in block. So, um, you know, I, I, I just think that this is a Democrats are going to have to change their tactics at some point because Republicans do not seem interested in pressuring Tuberville to step down. And most importantly to consider Tuberville doesn't really seem interested in stepping down himself. In fact, he's he's digging in. He said he told Andrew yesterday, um, OK, well, you know, we'll get someone else to do the job like, you know, in an interim basis. Uh, so uh, very tricky for for Schumer and Senate Democrats. All right, let's move to the number three story of the morning. A really great item uh, from The Vault and Brendan, Brendan Peterson uh, looking at Securities and Exchange Commission Chair Gary Gensler returning to the Senate Banking Committee this morning. Um, you know, I continue to be just uh, fascinated by how much banking and financial services policy is moving right now uh, in the Capitol. It has to be the busiest time since Dodd-Frank, uh, frankly. And uh, this is just another week where there's a lot happening, it, not only Gensler testifying, but also uh, Senate banking and, and that panel really doing a lot more than they have in the past um, several years, uh, whether it comes to cannabis banking uh, and, and other things. And, you know, kind of Brennan lays that all out this morning. Yeah, this is a uh, Gensler is going to be in front of Senate, as you as you mentioned, Senate banking. Um, interesting thing. In addition, um, well, let's start with let me just start with Gensler for a minute. Um, Republicans basically resigned to the fact that Gensler is who he is. Of course, that there's no there's no surprise in what Gensler is going to do. He's kind of said what he's going to do. Um, uh, Sherrod Brown plans to punch back against her in his open opening remarks. He's going to say American markets are the greatest in the world because we have strong investor protections, because we have effective regulators who work to make sure we have transparent, fair and honest markets that Americans deserve. Um, for this, is the first time Gensler's testified since the collapse of FTX back in 2022. Uh, in addition to that, uh, there's some movement on safe banking, um, uh, uh, Sherrod Brown maintained that he was close to holding a markup of that cannabis bill, which would effectively um, allow banks in some way, shape or form to traffic, to conduct business traffic, not the right word when you're talking about drugs, but <laughs> to uh, talk about to, to conduct business um, uh, with marijuana or cannabis bank businesses. So uh, something actually that would Anna and talking to people in that industry, um, in the legal uh, marijuana industry, something that would be a huge boon to their business because, you know, in, in many ways, these these folks who are in states where marijuana is or or municipalities where marijuana is uh, legal, uh, the District of Columbia being one of them, there is a, a robust, uh, you know, um, uh, licensed marijuana business in the District of Columbia. Um, and uh, th they are basically operating in cash, which is not a sustainable position. So that is where we are on safe banking, something we're going to be, keep be keeping an eye on as we get to this end of the year rush. 
All right. With that, thanks so much for listening. We appreciate it. If you like The Daily Punch, share it on social media. Leave us a rating and review. It's the best way for folks to find out about us. You can subscribe and go a little bit deeper on all of these issues and more by going to punchbowl.news, putting in your email, and you'll get Punchbowl News AM in your inbox every morning, Monday through Friday, a little bit before 6 a.m. Thanks so much. Have a great day and stay safe.